Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Jamel Sanders Show, a division of Jamel Sanders International, where we are empowering leaders to make a difference in the world. Welcome to another edition of the Jamel Sanders Show. I am so excited, as always, to be with you and to have an opportunity to share the message of empowerment with people around the world. I thank you, first of all, for taking the time out of your life, your day, your schedule to join me here for another edition of the Jamel Sanders Show. I want to stop and pause for a moment, and I want to say, first of all, hello to my Apple Podcast family. Thank you so much for uh, listening to this podcast on the Apple platform. We're working on some new things to provide some custom content uh, just for Apple Podcasts over the next few months. So I hope you'll stay tuned. I'm excited about upgrading the experience and connecting with you at a deeper level. I want to say hello to my Stitcher family. Thank you again for uh, tuning into this podcast. I also want to say hello to my Google podcast family. I love all of you and appreciate your support of this podcast. I want to say hello to my um, iHeartRadio family. I was just thrilled when I learned that the podcast was going to be distributed on iHeartRadio because it is one of my favorite platforms in the world. I'm also excited, of course, about Spotify. I love that so many of you listen to me on that platform as well. And, of course, I'm so excited about our newest distribution channels through Amazon Music and also Audible. So you can literally listen to this podcast on almost every platform that there is. I'm so excited about this opportunity to get to do life with you. And so thank all of you again for tuning in to the Jamel Sanders Show. This is so much more than a show. This is a platform that we have created over a decade ago now to empower individuals to fulfill purpose and maximize potential and, of course, to make a global impact in the world. And every week through compelling stories and captivating guests, we want to help you live your greatest life every single day. It was the mission and intention a decade ago, and it's still the intention to this day. I want to see you reaching your full potential and your best ability and showing up as the powerful, influential person that I know you were created to be in your generation. So thank you so much for uh, tuning in and being a part of this show. I would love to connect with you beyond this platform. You can reach out to us at www. JamelSanders.com. Again, that is www.JamelSanders.com. While you're there, 
you can, uh, first of all, sign up for my empowerment newsletters, empowerment breakthroughs. It goes out around the world. I would love to have you on the list. You can also uh, find out more about the work that I do around the world. My organization, Jamel Sanders International, started more than a decade ago to empower individuals to fulfill purpose and maximize their greatest potential through capacity-building systems and programs. JSI essentially exists uh, to provide solutions to global problems. And so whether it's in leadership or working with governmental leaders around the world, JSI is committed to bringing solutions to the problems of our time. I believe that the problems of our generation are great and the leadership is to you. And so we need to develop and train leaders and change agents that can bring solutions to the problems of the world. So go to my website. You can find out more about what I do there. And you can also find the links to all of my social media platforms right there on the homepage. I think the only one not listed is TikTok, and it is at official Jamel Sanders. So I would love to connect with you across social media and definitely reach out to us on social. Use the hashtag Jamel Show. I would love to connect with you and to know how the message of empowerment is impacting your life. Of course, you can. I always like to recommend a couple of resources to you. You can find out about all of my books right there on JamelSanders.com, but there are two that I highly recommend. Um, I just recently, before we launched into the Unstuck series, I did a series recently this year about identity. And in this series, I began to delve into the power of understanding and uncovering your true identity, owning your personal power, and showing up as a person of, of power and influence in the world. I believe that many of the problems of our time directly correlate to individuals that are living through an identity crisis. There are so many people that are in an identity crisis or victims of identity theft in their lives. And over the years, I've talked a lot about personal power and taking your personal power back, but I never felt like I had enough time, no matter the keynote or the presentation. And so I wanted to write a book that delved deeply into this topic of identity. And so I wrote, this was my eighth book, Significance, Reclaiming Your Personal Power in a World That Discounts Your Difference. It is my bestseller to date. And the stories that I've heard about how significance has transformed people's lives around the world has been absolutely amazing. Um, this book is deeply personal because I'm walking you through my own journey uh, to understanding my true identity and showing up as the person that I was created to be. I believe that there is a craving in the soul of every person on this planet, and there is a craving for significance. Every person is longing to become the greatest expression of who they were created to be. And so this book really delves into uh, challenging you to silence the inner critic. Um, this book delves into um, confronting your assumptions, fears, and insecurities, affirming your worth and value. Value, unlocking your personal power and your true identity. It's a phenomenal read. You can get it through Amazon, uh, Kindle Nook, and most major booksellers have access to the book. And my newest, latest release, I won't say newest, but latest release, um, is book number nine, Honor the Law That Governs Greatness. How do you move from potentiality 
into prophetic destiny. You do it through a process called prophetic development. And this book, Honor, is really about the process from a prophetic dream, prophetic fulfillment of a dream in your life. How do you develop yourself and your capacity to step into the fullness of the thing that you were created to do. That is what uh, Honor delves into, and it is a phenomenal read. This book is going to challenge your motives and assumptions about leadership. It's going to help you develop your capacity for leadership and leading at the highest level. And most of all, it is going to take you on the journey from potential to power. It's filled with honorable living exercises and honorable declarations to help you do the work to being a leader of honor and influence in the 21st century. It is quickly becoming a bestseller and very popular, and I'm so grateful for the people that have supported honor up until this point. It's a book that needed to be written because there is so much um, breakdown that has taken place in leadership, and we need to get back to leading with honor. It's time to remove the reproach and the shame from leadership and bring the honor back to the position, and that's exactly what this book does. I hope that you will uh, get an opportunity to get a copy. Amazon, uh, Kindle, Nook, and most booksellers have access to Honor. I know it's going to benefit your life in a tremendous way. And, of course, our latest book club selection is Straight Up, Honest, Unfiltered, As Real As I Can Put It, Advice for Life's Greatest Challenges by none other than Mr. Trent Shelton, It is a phenomenal read. It's a very different book. Now, let me warn you, you're not going to be able to read this in one setting. Uh, This book is really a success system, and that's why I love it. It's filled with different lessons, different exercises that are going to help you do the work to becoming that greatest version of yourself. So definitely get a copy, start reading. We're going to have a powerful, lively discussion about it in the near future as we all endeavor to become uh, the greatest expression of who we were created to be. So definitely get a copy. I know it's going to benefit your life in a tremendous way. I want to take a very, very quick break, and I want to jump into this last part of the series on Unstuck. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Jamel Sanders Show, empowering leaders to make a difference in the world. Welcome back to the show. So we're in the middle of our series, Unstuck, Removing the Barriers to Breakthrough in Your Life. And just to do a bit of a recap, um, in the first part of this series, we talked about the law of acknowledgement and how until you can acknowledge where you are, you cannot move to the place that you truly want to be. We talked about the importance of not allowing your history to get in the way of your destiny and how you must begin to change the internal dialogue and narrative 
that is shaping the trajectory of your life. And then in part two, we started talking about assessing where you became stuck. A lot of times people are talking about transformation in their life, but they never take the time to assess where things got off. Where did you lose um, your place of focus? Where did you lose your place of consistency in your life? When did you begin to step into a pattern or a cycle or a pathology in your life? You have to assess where you were stuck so that you can begin to move your life from where you are to the place that you want to be. And then we started talking about addressing the mindset. And if anybody that knows me knows that I am passionate about the mind. I believe that the mind is uh, such a powerful thing. And the reason I talk about the mind so much is because that was the key to breakthrough in my life. I, I heard a lot of information. I, lot of, I heard, excuse me, a lot of insights, but it was understanding the power of the mind and breaking through those limitations, those self-limiting beliefs and perceptions that really shifted things for me. And I know that if you will do the work on reprogramming your mind, that's going to be the key to reclaiming the moments of your life and revolutionizing your life at the same time. And so we really delved into that concept. We talked a lot about how a lot of things in our lives um, happen in terms of our minds and not that we can necessarily always stop something from coming to our mind, but that we do have the power to determine what takes up residence in the mind. And so we really delved in that lesson into uh, taking back your thoughts and beginning to replace those toxic and negative thoughts with the kind of thoughts that you want to see uh, that will propel breakthrough and success in your life. You know, a person reached out to me on social media the other day and asked me the question about what is a paradigm shift. They hear me talking about paradigm shifts all the time. What is that? And I told the person, I said, it is impossible for me to dissect that in a short little response on social media and give it to you. But what I can tell you is that a paradigm shift is when an old way of thinking is replaced with a new belief system and a new way of thinking and being. And I say in the midst of that process, there is the uprooting and the elimination of toxic thought. There's the intentional implanting of new thoughts. And there is also the development of those thoughts so that you can see a life of success and prosperity. And the person said, wow. They said, I, I've never quite heard it like that before. And I said, that's just a Reader's Digest version. I encourage them to get the book Upgrade Your Mind because I have a whole chapter devoted to paradigm shifts. And so you have to have a paradigm shift because if you do what you've always done, you're going to continue to get what you've always gotten. And a lot of people don't realize that their lives are just one continuous cycle and pattern. And patterns have to be interrupted and cycles have to be broken. But in order to reverse a cycle, you first have to understand the law of recognition. Anything that you do not recognize in your life, you will repeat in your life. Write that down. Anything that you do not recognize in your life, you will repeat in your life. The reason that so many people come to me for wisdom and counsel and advice 
people in government, people in entertainment, people in sports, people in media, people in so many sectors, excuse me, of society. But the reason that they come to me is because they know that when they have a conversation with me, they're not just going to get somebody spitting out a bunch of facts and information, but they're going to get somebody that's going to give them insight and strategy and solutions for their lives. And one of the reasons I'm able to do that is because I've done the inner work. You know, a lot of people say I always talk about doing the work. What does that mean? It do, it means doing the necessary um, inner work that needs to take place in your life to get to a place of, first of all, healthiness, second of all, a place of stability, and third of all, a place of wholeness in your life. The ultimate objective of our lives is wholeness because there is no freedom absent of wholeness. Write that down. There is no freedom in your life absent of wholeness. So as long as you are not whole, you're not going to experience freedom. You're not going to really understand when I say things like taking your personal power back. It really has no significance or relevance to you because you don't really understand freedom. And so one of the reasons that God has so blessed me to be able to speak into the lives of so many wonderful people is because I understand this law of recognition. And so when people begin to speak to me, I'm able to recognize patterns. I'm able to recognize thought patterns and processes. I'm able to identify cycles. I'm able to identify correlations and connections and how different things work together and ultimately to help them get to a place of wisdom and solution in their life. And so this law of recognition is so powerful because what we don't recognize, we're going to repeat. And most of all, what we don't recognize is going to birth regret in our lives. And so I speak to so many people in their lives, in their careers, even on some powerful platforms that get to a place of their lives that's filled with so much regret because they could not recognize patterns and cycles that continue to take place in their lives, and they never had the tools and the wisdom to break those cycles so that they could see change and breakthroughs happen and manifest in their lives. And so everything is connected to your thought pattern and process. And if we can change your thinking, we can change everything about your life. You know, everything in your life is a manifestation of something in your mind. Something you've been thinking about, pondering about, meditating on is determining what's unfolding in the moments of your life. And so many people aren't able to discern or to understand that. And so you have to break this down in a very practical manner uh, so that people can understand that correlation and make progress in their lives. And so I won't repeat the, the lesson again, but definitely go back and listen to part three of this series because I believe that that link with the mind is why so many people are stuck. And so many people are just repeating a narrative over and over. It's the story of the victim. It's me, myself, and I. It's woe is me. It's the pity party. And at some point in your life, you have to come out of the pity party. You have to come out of the woe is me and the negative story. And you have to take responsibility for your life. And responsibility becomes the engine for taking your personal power back. Because what I am unwilling to take responsibility for will always have the power to restrict and restrain me. Write that down. What I refuse to take responsibility for will always have the power to restrict and restrain me. And so you have to take responsibility for your life. 
And when you begin to take responsibility for your life, you shift your life out of this place of victimization and powerlessness and into a place of victory and owning your personal power. And that getting to that whole process of your personal power is a great mental work. That's why I wrote Significance, because I wanted to take you through my personal journey of doing that work and getting to a place of understanding your value, your significance, and your identity as a person. And you know that so many people don't have this because they're always looking outside of themselves for affirmation and validation. And let me just be honest with you, you may never get that. It may never come from the external world. And so if you don't understand your value and significance as a human being, that's going to always be a roadblock and a barrier in your life. And so you have to know your worth and never discount it and never put it on sale and take your power back. And as you do that, you're going to see uh, barriers broken, ceilings shattered, limitations lifted, You're going to see yourself embracing new possibilities and realities like you've never seen before. So that mental piece is so important to your success. But what I want to talk about as we conclude this part four, I want to talk with you about adjustments today. We talked about acknowledgement, assessing, addressing mindset. I want to talk about adjusting to move forward. So many people are stuck in their lives. I think that's one of the reasons that this series has resonated with people the way that it has, as I've been teaching this literally for a month about now, uh, with the exception of our anniversary episode of the podcast. But this is where so many people are in their lives. I mean, we hit January 1st every year, and people have all of these resolutions and goals and things they want to do. And by mid-January, they have abandoned it. They've given up on it. They've returned to life as usual. And every year becomes a repeat of the year before. There's no new discoveries, nothing new happening in their lives, and they're just stuck. And before you know it, 10 years have passed, and 20 years have passed, and 30 years have passed, and nothing is changing about their lives. And so this series on getting unstuck is so important because I don't want that to be the narrative for you. And so after we have addressed the mindset, we have to be willing to make adjustments. It's not enough for you to just address something in the realm of thought, but you have to be willing to adjust that thing in present reality. I think a lot of people are good at identifying things that need to change in their lives, but they never move from um, identification to implementation of the necessary steps that need to be taken to move their life forward. So you can't just say, oh, I know this is something that needs to change, but what are you going to do to change it? You know, I always tell people that nothing changes until you change it, and you are the catalyst for all change in your life. A lot of people are always looking for something to happen and not realizing that you are the catalyst that's going to cause it to happen. And so I hear so many people telling me, if I only had this, If I only had this relationship, if I only had this connection, if I only had this amount of money, if I only had, if I only, if I only. But what I have learned is that if we want to get rid of the what ifs in life, we have to shift it to the what will be in our lives. Write that down. If you want to shift out of the what ifs of life, you got to move into the what will be of our lives. See, as long as we live in the realm of what if, we live in that realm of not taking responsibility for our lives. 
we just become creatures of habit. We become products of our environments. We become prisoners to our circumstances. And so you have to move from the what ifs of your life to what will be. You have to establish what will be in your life. I have discovered over the years that if you don't live your life with intention, you're going to live your life in a reality that is subpar to what you wanted your life to be. And so there are a lot of infuriated people in the world because they're not living with a sense of intentionality. You have to live your life by design or you're going to live your life by default. If you don't design the life you want, you're going to be destined to live the life that somebody else has created for you. And so your moments are a self-fulfilling prophecy of what you sowed in yesterday. If you don't like what's showing up in your today, let's look at the seeds that you have sown into your yesterday. There is never a season of your life that you're not sowing something. There are some people that say, well, I didn't sow in yesterday. If you sowed nothing in yesterday, you're going to reap nothing in your future. If you sowed mediocrity in your yesterday, you're going to reap mediocrity in your future. Your future is a response to what you gave your focus to in your yesterday. Write that down. Your future is a response of what you gave your focus to in your yesterday. And so what are you focusing on? What is the stimuli or the place of concentration in your life? Everything that you conquer, everything you complete, everything that you um, get the victory over in your life is going to be determined by what you are concentrating on. And so what we don't understand is that our focus is shaping our future. Our focus is defining our tomorrow. And what are you focusing on in your life? If you continue to focus on things that don't matter, you're going to continue to reap a future that is filled with volatility and nothing of value of substance. And so you have to begin to make adjustments in your life. Why is it so important that you make adjustments in your life? Because your adjustments determine the advancement of of your life. It's good to address your mindset, but you can't stop at the step of addressing your mindset. You have to make adjustments in your life. You have to realize what's not working, and then you have to be willing to correct what is not working. Because what I have understood and what I have learned is that when we become clear and we get clarity about what's not working in our lives and we don't correct it, we corrode the quality of our lives. And so a lot of people become aware, oh, this needs to change in my life. Oh, I know, that needs to change in my life. But what are you doing to correct it? And let me tell you why we don't like this step of adjustment. Adjustment is not only the key to your advancement, but adjustment is the key to your ascension. So not only is adjustment necessary for you to advance, but adjustment is necessary for you to ascend into new realms of greatness and possibility for your life. And so if you want to move into new realms of greatness, new realms of success and prosperity, you have to be willing to adjust. Let me tell you why we don't like adjustment. We don't like adjustment because adjustment is going to demand change in our lives. We don't like adjustments because adjustments are going to demand change in our lives. Why is this so important? This is important because the only thing that is constant in our lives is change. 
Did you get that? The only thing that is constant in our lives is change. Everything is always changing. The world is changing. Technology is changing. Relationships are changing. You're changing. Whether you're aware of it or not, nothing stays the same. And so with that reality, you have to have change management skills and you have to live a life that is flexible to change management. One of the greatest enemies to your future is familiarity. Write that down. One of the greatest enemies to your future is familiarity. And familiarity will keep you in prison to a life of frustration, failure, and defeat. Frustration is an enemy to uh, to excuse me. Uh, familiarity is an enemy to your focus. Familiarity is an enemy of your future. Familiarity is an enemy to your fruitfulness. Familiarity is an enemy to prophetic fulfillment of the promise and the dreams in your heart. Everything is connected to this principle of familiarity. What I have discovered is that if we're going to make adjustments in our lives, it's going to require change, and change is going to require us breaking out of familiarity. Why do we like familiarity so much? Because familiarity is the place of security and control in our lives. Write that down. Familiarity is the place of security and control in our lives. So we like having things feel secure. We like being in control. But you are not in control of everything concerning your life. Change is happening with or without you. This is what I tell people all the time. Change is happening with or without you. So either you can cooperate with change or you can be a casualty of change. Write that down. You can cooperate with change or you can be a casualty of change. In other words, I can become a participant and a cooperator and a collaborator with the change that is happening in my life and all around me, or I can become a casualty of that change. I can get literally crippled. I can literally get constricted and constrained by that change because I became inflexible. And so if you're going to make adjustments in your life, you have to guard against familiarity. And if you're going to make adjustments in your life, you cannot afford to allow a spirit of inflexibility or better yet an attitude of inflexibility to stand in your way. Now that brings me to a very important point. If you're going to make adjustments in your life, one of the greatest focal points that you're going to have to key in on in your life is attitude. We've always heard that your attitude determines your altitude. But I want to take this a step further and say that your attitude not only determines the adjustments that you make in your life, but your attitude determines your future. Write that down. Your attitude determines your future. So we just did a deep dive in the other episode about your mindset. All of that is great. We've dealt with patterns. We've dealt with narratives. We've dealt with psychological constructs, uh, psychological triggers, all of these deep terminologies that I could delve into for days and years. But at the end of the day, if you're going to make adjustments in your life, your attitude is going to be critical to this because your attitude determines your future. And so when you know that adjustments need to be making your, made in your life, how do you respond to that? 
I always look at a people when when a person when they tell me I'm ready to make a change, I'm ready to make a critical shift in my life. I, and then when I begin to give them the action steps, I'm looking at the attitude of the person. And many times I will watch a person's physiology. I will watch their demeanor change, their countenance shifts, and I immediately know in seconds this is a person that's not going to do this and they're not going to see change happen in their life. And so you have to understand that your attitude is determining your future. You have to understand that your attitude is setting the atmosphere of your life. Write that down. Your attitude is setting the atmosphere of your life. A lot of people read a lot of material on success, on prosperity, on realizing the life of your dreams and all of these different things. But what a lot of people fail to understand is that your attitude is the greatest atmosphere setter and shifter in your life. And so if you're going to make an adjustment, you got to start with your attitude. Your physiology and your psychology have to become congruent. Write that down. Your physiology and your psychology have to become congruent. In other words, you have to marry your beliefs with your behaviors if you want to make adjustments in your life. Write that down. That is so, so good. I'm going to say it again. You have to marry your beliefs and your behaviors if you want to see things adjust in your life. So what happens is we will marry a belief but we won't marry the behavior. And so we bankrupt our futures and we never see the manifestation of what it is we want to see because it cannot you cannot just buy in at the intellectual level. You have to buy in with your whole being. When you're talking about commitment, commitment is not just something that we do in our minds. It's not just something we do um you know in our hopes and our dreams. You have to commit with your whole being, with your totality. And that means that your behaviors and your beliefs have to become one. You have to marry the two so that you can see manifestation in your life. And so the reason that most people never make the adjustments that they need to make is because we never marry our beliefs and our behaviors. And so we'll we'll say something and we'll have it intellectually. But we'll look at the person's life, and those behaviors are never shifting. Those behaviors are never changing. And if those beliefs and behaviors are not married, you're not going to get the outcomes that you want to see. And it's why so many people live their lives frustrated and stuck and unfulfilled and unhappy because they don't understand that it's not enough to just have an intellectual comprehension or understanding of a thing. You have to buy into this with your whole being. And I'll know that you believe it when your behavior mirrors it. Write it down. I'll know that you believe it when your behavior mirrors it because there are a lot of people that have sat down and talked with me over the years, and they told me a lot of things with their mouths. But when I begin to look at the actions of the person, those actions and what they spoke about betray one another. And until I see that person's actions moving in alignment with what they say they want to see, I know that they haven't gotten it because when you believe something, that belief is going to translate into a behavior, 
and that thing is going to become a manifestation in your life. When you believe something, it affects everything about you. Write that down. Your belief affects everything about you. So you can't just have this mental assent of something. When you believe something, there is a conviction, there is an energy force behind what you say you believe. And so a lot of people tell me, I say, yeah, you believe that theoretically, but you don't believe that with your whole being in essence, because anything you believe, your behavior is going to become a reflection of. And so I want you to look through your life today. That's a hard truth. It was hard for me to swallow before, because there's a lot of things that I believed theoretically, but I didn't really believe them. I didn't believe them in the core of my being. So you have to understand that your belief is has is not intellectual. I know this is hard for some people to understand. Your belief happens in your heart. Your heart is not just the organ that pumps the blood. Your heart is the seat of your desires, motives, and intentions. Your heart, as I call it, is the central station or the epicenter of your life. And so you don't believe with your head. You believe with your heart. And whatever your heart believes, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So whatever your heart believes, your life becomes a manifestation of. Whatever your heart believes, your life will follow. Write that down. Whatever your heart believes, your life will reflect. Whatever your heart believes, your life will demonstrate. And so we say we believe, but what is our life following? What is our life demonstrating? What is our life reflecting? Because when I began to assess a lot of things that I said I believe, and I looked at my behaviors and my corresponding actions, I realized that I believed it intellectually and theoretically, but I didn't believe that in my heart because your life follows your heart. Your life follows your passion. Your life follows your core. Your course reflects your core. And so whatever you believe in your heart is going to determine what's happening in your life. And the reason that we're not seeing breakthroughs in our lives is because we believe things with our head, but we don't believe them with our hearts. And if you don't believe in the core of your being, you're not going to see it happen. Your core is the womb of all change. All change begins with your core. All change begins with the center of your life. All change begins with the core of your being because why? Your core is where your convictions are birthed from. Write that down. Your core is where your convictions are birthed from. And so we have a lot of things that we comprehend, but we don't have a conviction about them because anything that is a conviction in your life, your conduct will match and follow. And so a lot of people tell me, oh, Jamie, I want this, I want to achieve this in my life, and I don't believe them. Why? Because they say it with their mouth, but their convictions, their conducts, their behaviors do not follow what they say they believe. And so what happens, we betray our hearts over and over again because we believe it in theory, we believe it intellectually, but that thing has not taken hold of us. And until that thing has taken hold of us, it cannot become a reality or be solidified in our lives. And so this is why we don't make the adjustments. And it really boils down to we don't like discomfort in our lives. Discomfort is the womb of change. And discomfort is the womb that unlocks new dimensions in our lives. And so if you want to move from where you are to where you want to be, 
discomfort is going to be the vehicle that's going to get you there. And so if you are dissatisfied and content with being comfortable and staying in the same place in your life and you don't want to be inconvenienced in any way, you don't improve your life without being inconvenienced. And so many people just want a better life, but they are not willing to improve to get there and not willing to be inconvenienced in order to improve and to get to the life that they truly want. And so if you want to get unstuck, you have to be willing to make the necessary adjustments in your life. So many people are just repeating one big cycle. They've been in that cycle for 50 years and 60 years and 70 years, and nothing is changing. Every year is just a repeat of the year before, and they continue to tell themselves the same story. And all it takes for an adjustment in your life is the audacity to break out of what is familiar. Write that down. All it takes to alter and adjust the trajectory of your life is the audacity to break out of familiarity. Familiarity is truly the greatest enemy of your future. So many times we think that people and systems and places are holding us back and keeping us out of opportunities and out of rooms and out of doors and away from tables. And in all reality, Our inability to embrace change is the greatest thing that is inhibiting us from moving into the fullness of our destiny. And as long as we want to stay in that place of security and control in our lives, we'll never seize the incredible future that has been destined for our lives. And so you have to make a decision. Are you going to make the necessary adjustments to get to the next level? I can tell you this. It's going to be painful. It's going to be uncomfortable. You're not going to like it. But the rewards of discomfort outweigh the consequences of remaining the same. Let me say that again. The pain of discomfort cannot compare to the rewards of seeing change manifest in your life. And so, yeah, if I'm willing to be inconvenienced, I'm willing to endure some discomfort and some pain if it's going to produce great change and breakthrough in my life. But what do I get by staying the same and staying in the same place? I get nothing. I get the same misery, the same unfulfillment, the same unhappiness, the same cycles and patterns over and over in my life, never being interrupted and never seeing the breakthroughs that I truly desire, when all it takes is the audacity to break out of the familiar and to do something that I've never done before. At some point in our lives, we have to make a decision. Is it worth it to just continue to hit the repeat button over and over again, living in the same cycles, frustrated by the same thing, or will I ever have the audacity to break out of this pattern, to identify that something needs to change, and to be willing to marry my beliefs and my behaviors so that I can see the breakthroughs that I truly desire in my life. At some point, it has to move from a head comprehension to a heart conception that propels change, liberty, and breakthrough in my life. All adjustment begins with understanding that your attitude sets the atmosphere of your life. And the greatest way to alter the course of your life and destiny 
is to have the audacity to break out of the familiar and to conquer and pioneer new frontiers in your life. In essence, if you do what you've always done, you're going to get what you've always gotten. If you do different, you get different. And there is one thing that you have the power to do differently that will change everything about your life. Your future is calling to you, but your familiarity is crippling you from embracing what's been destined for your life. Will you settle for the place of comfort and convenience, or will you go after that place of discomfort and change where discoveries and breakthroughs happen? Because all discoveries and breakthroughs are born out of discomfort. It's born out of individuals that were daring and willing enough to push the boundaries of what was possible and to embrace new frontiers and new realities in the world. And so you have a responsibility to get out of secure and convenient places, to break out of comfortability, and to plow your way into a realm of change, breakthrough, and prophetic fulfillment in your life. You have what you need to get unstuck. All you're lacking is the courage to leave the familiar and to embrace your prophetic future. Your destiny is waiting on you, but you got to step into it. And in order to step into it, you've got to be willing to adjust so that you can advance and move your life forward to the next level. This series, Unstuck, was about helping you move your life out of neutral and to move your life into overdrive. And this last piece of adjustment is the icing on the cake. It's the creme de la creme. It is understanding that after we've done the mental work, after we've assessed, after we've done all of that, we have to be willing to make the adjustments that will bring us into the change that we desperately desire to see in our lives. I hope that you've gotten something out of this. But most of all, I hope that this will challenge you to move from a heart comprehension to a heart connection and to get that conviction that will propel change and revolution in your life. Thank you for spending this time with me. I look forward to seeing you next time here on the Janelle Sanders Podcast. Until then, remember that the seed of greatness within you is waiting for expression and waiting for the opportunity to emerge so that you can be a voice of change and impact in your lifetime and your generation. I'll see you next time.